It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's a new episode with the Murder Bucket Podcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good evening, Murder Bucket family, and welcome back to Tuesday. Tonight, we have a mini-episode, so let's go ahead and get started. We are discussing the Ethan Allen boating accident. On October 2nd, 2005, 47 people were aboard a boat called the Ethan Allen in Lake George, New York. The group aboard were part of a tourist group called the Trenton Travelers, who were from Trenton, Michigan. They were on an hour-long fall foliage tour when the boat capsized and sent everyone on board into the water. None of the passengers or crew members were wearing life preserves. Several people were rescued by either passing boats or by people who swam from the shore with life preserves. Any individuals who were rescued were sent to Glens Fall Hospital by ambulance or other local hospitals. North Warren Emergency Medical Service, as well as the water rescue teams, from Horican Volunteer Fire Department, North Queensbury Volunteer Fire Company, and Lake George Volunteer Fire Department were called to help with the rescue and recovery. Officials of Warren County set up a makeshift morgue on the lawn near the lake while several locals helped people who had been rescued. Twenty people lost their lives in this accident, and those people were 79-year-old Ann Bemish, 78-year-old Beverly Becker, 75-year-old Joyce Chapman, 82-year-old Virginia Chichinsky, 76-year-old Carl Gilson, 82-year-old William Gilson, 83-year-old Charles Greenwald, 78-year-old Lois Greenwald, 76-year-old Earl Hawley, 78-year-old Wilma Lejeune, 74-year-old Joanne Monero, 73-year-old Mary Helen Metz, 80-year-old Margaret Nadvornik, 80-year-old William Nadvornik, 77-year-old Marge Perry, 67-year-old Stephanie Pryblyski, 68-year-old Ruth Rinkhyrick, 69-year-old Joyce Rocherwyak, 89-year-old Viola Urbaniak, and 87-year-old Francis Rock. Many people speculated that the cause of the boat capsizing was because of a larger ship that passed by the Ethan Allen, which caused a large wake. However, there was no real evidence of this. Reports from people at a nearby campsite state that a speedboat passed by going way too fast, but again, there was no real evidence to prove this. Warren County Police state that the weather wasn't a factor. The skies were clear and the wind was calm. On October 3rd, investigators pulled the Ethan Allen out of the water and took it to the Warren County Airport. It was then taken back to Lake George to have a series of tests run on it to try and determine what caused the capsize. On October 15th, it was confirmed by police that the Ethan Allen was making a sharp turn 
and that the weight was a factor for the capsizing. The official 530-page police report was released on February 3, 2006. The report concluded that the Ethan Allen incident was not a crime. However, on July 25, 2006, a final report of the Ethan Allen was released by the National Transportation Safety Board. They claim that the Ethan Allen capsized as a result of insufficient stability. It was certified by the U.S. Coast Guard and was certified for 48 passengers and two crew members. The owner had the boat fitted with a pipe structure and canvas top, which raised the center of gravity and the projected side area increased. They never had the boat retested with the Coast Guard. No one is certain if it was an oversight or if it was done on purpose. The National Transportation Safety Board carried out stability tests of a sister ship to both the SST and Subchapter S and discovered that there was not anywhere near a 47-person capacity. In fact, 14 persons at the official 140-pound weight per person were as much as the Ethan Allen could have been certified for. According to the National Transportation Safety Board, the capsizing occurred due to a series of events. They listed these events as the total weight of the 47 passengers aboard was far in excess of the safe passenger weight under prevailing U.S. laws, the captain made a hard turn to the right at speed, and the seating arrangement put three people on the port side versus two on the starboard side, giving a permanent two-degree tilt to port, and the bench seat had no way of stopping involuntary sliding, so the centrifugal force of the hard turn caused involuntary movement of the passengers to port. That movement increased the list to port, and the increased list caused more sliding. Within seconds, the center of gravity was no longer over the hole and the boat capsized. On February 1, 2006, a service to community ceremony was held at the Glens Falls Civic Center to recognize the people, including paid professionals, volunteers, and citizens who helped during the accident. The names of the 20 people who died that day were read. An estimated 600 people attended the ceremony. Lake George Village Mayor Robert Blaze said that plans were in the works for a memorial to recognize the victims and their survivors sometime around the one-year anniversary of the accident. The monument sits in the place on the shore near Lower Amherst Street. On February 5, 2007, a grand jury indicted Richard Paris, the boat's captain, and shoreline cruises on misdemeanor charges of criminal negligence. Richard faced a maximum $250 fine and or 15 days in jail if he was found guilty. The grand jury, which met for two months, also issued a report proposing new laws to prevent a repeat of the disaster. This was the third report about the capsizing. In March of 2007, Richard pleaded guilty and received a fine of $250 and 200 hours of community service. By Friday, October 7th, two of the survivors who returned to Michigan filed lawsuits for damages of $70,000 each. A lawsuit was then brought by the victims and their families in the United States District Court of the Northern District of New York against Shoreline Cruises, its affiliate Quirks Marine Rentals, boat captain Richard Paris, 
Scarano Boat Building Incorporated, which modified the Ethan Allen, and Shoreline Travels and Tours Incorporated, a Canadian firm that organized the leaf peeping tour. On June 25, 2008, it was announced that Shoreline Cruises, Quirks, and Richard Paris settled with the plaintiffs for an undisclosed term. In September of 2008, a trial date for April 13, 2010 for the remaining defendants was announced. The portion of the suit against Scarano was dismissed because of the lack of evidence. It did come to light that Shoreline Cruises had been sold a fraudulent liability insurance policy. Shoreline paid premiums for a $2 million policy for about two years before the Ethan Allen capsized. Two weeks after the incident, they were told that the policy did not exist. The last lawsuit in which the state of New York was named as a defendant because state boat inspectors were alleged to have been negligent was dismissed by the state's highest court in November of 2012. The Court of Appeals found that the state had governmental immunity. The Ethan Allen accident is portrayed in pop culture in the 2019 film called The Laundromat. IMDb has this written as the plot summary. When her idyllic vacation takes an unthinkable turn, Ellen Martin, played by Meryl Streep, begins investigating a fake insurance policy only to find herself down a rabbit hole of questionable dealings that could be linked to a Panama City law firm and its vested interest in helping the world's wealthiest citizens amass a larger fortune. Founding partners Jorgon Mozak, played by Gary Oldman, and Ramon Francesco, played by Antonio Banderas, are experts in the seductive ways shell companies and offshore accounts help the rich and powerful prosper. They are about to show us that Ellen's predicament only hints at the tax evasion, bribery, and other illicit absurdities that the super-wealthy indulge into to support the world's corruption financial system. Zipping through a kaleidoscope of detours in China, Mexico, Africa via Los Angeles, and the Caribbean en route to 2016 Panama Paper publication, where journalists leaked the secret, encrypted documents of Mozak Francesco's high-profile patrons. And that concludes tonight's mini-episode about the Ethan Allen boating accident. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.